Uh, you, I don't think you smell like coffee. Well, I'm glad because I'm wearing a whole lot of it. Although it's dried, obviously, at this point. Yeah. Uh, but I could also just be nose dead to coffee or nose blind. Isn't that what they say? I'm pretty sure the, nose dead is not correct. I think in the Febreze commercials, they say nose blind. Oh, here's the difference. I don't watch commercials. Oh, well, I do. Ain't nobody got time for that. Well, you can't skip them on Hulu. Yeah, just get up and like just walk watch away. watch the same one 80 times. Oh, no. Oh, that's true. I don't get up. Oh, I don't get up. <laughs> I, that involves a lot of effort. And usually there's a sleeping infant on my lap. Do you think Febreze is actually a really good solution? Because I spilled coffee all over my car again this morning. Oh, yeah. I've got to figure out a way to stop doing that. What's your real opinion about Febreze? Because when it first came out, a few of the bigger clean freaks in my life were like, it... It is the odor eliminator. It's not just like a scent spray. It doesn't just cover it up. It kills the odors. And I used it once or twice, and I was like, no, it's not. It's just a scent spray. Okay, first of all, I think you're kind of talking about me right now in this (laughs) example. I did that. No, people, just people. No, it's fine because I currently am on a new kick. I don't know if you know about this. I go on. But charcoal bags are like my new obsession in life. Charcoal bags. So they're these small little charcoal bags. And you can get them square or you can get them like uh, sort of oblong. So I, you know, buy lots of them and they're inside all of my shoes. They're in my closets. They're all over my apartment, which let's be fair. I don't really think my, I'm not a very smelly person. No. My home is not smelly when you walk into it, I don't think. Uh, But I guess it smells like me. So maybe I wouldn't really notice. See, nose blind. Nose blind. Just like on the commercials. But yeah, I'm obsessed with them and I keep telling everyone to buy them. People with I, pets should buy them because it absorbs all the odor of pets. See, I if knew you have that a really smelly car, actually does. Todd bought them for his kids' either. hockey bags. Oh, that's a really good idea because yeah. those are horrifying. It's his whole van is horrifying. Yeah, Todd should just carry around a sack of briquettes in his in the trunk. He's um he actually is totally on board and has ordered these charcoal bags for uh-huh. like all areas of his life, which is great. You know what those remind me of? Are those little talc bags full of talc powder? Or talcum powder? Is that what it's called? Have you ever seen this? So like... Yeah, like baseball players use them. And... Gymnasts. And bowlers. No, they don't use them. They do, I assure you. And I'll tell you how I know this because as a young man, I was in a bowling league. Did you have a nickname? I think we both know you did. (laughs) I Snapchatted a photo of you bowling the other day with your nickname. Yeah. Um, that was not my nickname when I was in the bowling league as a child. Let's clarify uh, the nickname is the Minnesota Twist. <laughs> that is a great bowling name. Hey, uh, Minnesota Twist. You're up. <laughs> my favorite part is that you you called yourself that. You gave yourself the nickname. Yeah. Well, I mean, it evolved. You, because no, you I saw said, me doing a move on the bowling alley that said, you called the... Yeah, like, the what twist. is that twist? And then you said, I'm like, well, that's just what I do. That's why they call me the Minnesota, Minnesota Twist. twist. <laughs> yeah. Um, we did go bowling. We did. Which and- was awesome for me because, as you may or may not know, I've always wanted to be on bowling team before. Um, I Let's just say I assumed. Probably because you get to wear matching outfits with other people. It's always a win. Which we stepped it up. Yeah, I, I will say our team showed up in thematic gear uh we were well matched which i really liked uh it was a hawaiian themed event for those of you that don't know uh 
I'm involved in the Big Brothers Big Sisters program in Milwaukee, and this was one of their fundraising uh, events. And so it was a, a tropical theme, and we showed up in matching Hawaiian shirts, or rather coordinating Hawaiian shirts, not matching. Right. Matchy-matchy is out. No. Each was its own unique pattern, including Betsy's, the pattern which was known as Talons of Destiny. That's right. Because when I'm purchasing a Hawaiian shirt, I like to purchase it in the patriotic sense. Yeah. So not only was it Hawaiian style, it also has um, bald eagles and fireworks all over it with American flags, so I can wear it again. Yeah, it's epic. It's kind of amazing. Walmart, you really outdid yourself for $7. $7 a piece. Good investment. Uh, <laughs> Carolyn was folding my new Hawaiian shirt in the laundry yesterday, and she held it up and said to me, you're keeping this? <laughs> As if to say, how did this even make it to the laundry and not just straight to the trash? Our friend Lindsay, um, so I was Snapchatting photos of our bowling experience, and our friend Lindsay wrote back to one photo I posted of you, and she said, that shirt is the most horrific thing I've ever seen. And at first, I was really offended because I thought she was talking about my shirt. Oh, yeah. To which she clarified, my shirt was amazing. Yours was <laughs> terrible. Yours was very old man. Yeah, it's brutal. Uh, I I got to be honest. That's one of the things I will probably never wear again. I do Until we go bowling. Oh, except when we're bowling. Yeah. yeah. That's very one use, specific use for me. I'm going to look for reasons to wear mine. I Yeah, I hope you do. I'm I just going to wear it randomly. Why not just Tuesday? Happy Tuesday, everyone. Tomorrow, I show up. Happy Talons of Destiny Tuesday. In my giant men's Hawaiian shirt. I like it. Yeah. So. Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm Betsy. And this is Guy Talks. Girl rolls her eyes. And this time around, we're talking about bowling. It's because we live in Wisconsin. And it's kind of surprising that we went this long without talking about bowling, actually. You don't... What, how often do you bowl? Yeah, it's not surprising at all. No. Mm-mm. It's this surprising actually, that we live in Wisconsin and don't bowl more often. Maybe this is the second time this year I've been bowling. Really? Yeah. You're on a hot streak. Y- yes. One more time and it's a turkey. It's a turkey. <laughs> That's not... Uh, I mean, that That's is what three. they call three yeah. strikes. Yeah. yeah. But not three trips to the bowling alley. No, neither of us would know that, by the way, in the proper context. No. Some guy at the bowling alley was trying to tell me what four strikes in a row was. Oh, yeah, like a flubby chicken. <laughs> something, yeah. Something he kept like saying ridiculous. it, but it was loud in there, and I couldn't or like I a couldn't hear him. goose or something. So the second time that he said it, I just walked away. I still never really heard him. No, I didn't either. I will probably I never was... throw four strikes in a row, so I don't probably need to know. I will probably never throw two strikes in a row. You came close. I did. But I, I threw one of them for you, so I don't think it counts. Yeah, let's talk about cheating with people on your bowling team. Well, I don't know about if cheating is true. So we well, were trying you took to... Away, you took away my opportunity... To do better than a strike? To Well, that's, that's, that's good logic right there. <laughs> I think we all know my first game's always rougher than my second game. We know I need that to get now. a. I need. We do. Yeah, yeah, I get a little liquid courage in me, and suddenly I'm throwing strikes and spares all all over town. Yeah, and I have the opposite curve, so I tend to perform well when I'm rusty, and as soon as I get a little lubricated and and loose, it all falls apart. So really, this whole thing was a win for you bowling for me because 
I was actually waiting in line to get a pitcher refilled when my turn came up so that you bowled and got a strike. I brought the pitcher back. I started bowling better. You started bowling worse. See, this is why, and people are going to maybe get upset with me about this, but this is why I believe that bowling cannot be referred to as a sport because any activity in which the timing of your drinking impacts your performance or where that's a part of your tactics or strategy to me is not an athletic pursuit and i'm going to put one of my favorite things to do golf 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 goes on the list yep it's in the same category sure golf is definitely not a sport most uh casual softball is not a sport uh how about bags does bags count as a sport definitely not a sport ladder golf no lawn darts not Mm, a sport dangerous though uh yes terrifying (laughs) Uh, but again all of these uh if you're going to be successful, you need to be thinking about your beer consumption as a as a function of your larger strategy for the activity. So at that point, to me, it's not not a sport. Let's talk a little bit about strategy. Okay. Because as we were at the bowling alley, I mean, the two of us alone are the exact opposite ends of the spectrum, go figure, uh, in terms of strategy when it comes to bowling. Yeah. So you mean like style, style, and just like how serious the game is being taken? <laughs> yeah. So you go up and have like this whole like routine, and like legs are flying, and arms are flying, and we're pointing straight, and form. we're making the sign of the cross, and we're doing all sorts of stuff, right? Yeah, form and function. Right, and then I walk up, and I'm mostly interested in the social aspect of being in the bowling alley. Like yeah. I want to talk to all the 75 year old men and learn about their bowling tips and tricks and mm-hmm. historical stories. So I just walk up, throw the ball, turn around and walk away. Yeah, you spend as little time in front of the ball return as possible. Yeah. Your goal, I feel like your goal was to get off the wood. Well, because here's the thing. It's lonely up there. <laughs> You're up there all by yourself. You're like on a little tiny one foot stage everyone is staring at you they want to see how well you're gonna do i don't like when people stare at me i don't like to be the center of attention yeah you really it is performance on display i just really want to throw the ball and then get back to like where the pizza is Mm -hmm. and then there's always that moment after you release the ball when you turn and look back at everyone behind you and they are watching what's going to happen and and as the as the observer it's it's an awkward experience too because if, if it looks like it's going to be a strike, then your reaction is easy, right? You go, yay, like here, it looks really good, and then hopefully it is. And if it if the, like, like that last pin doesn't fall, you go, oh, right, because it was so close. You got robbed. But then there's this other much more common situation where the person throws the ball and it's really clear that this is not going to go well. And they look back at you still. Like, you right. always look back. And then, like, what you do with your face is an yeah. important consideration. The support, the support is very visible, whether it's there or not. Yeah. So when I throw the ball, I immediately turn around because <laughs> I don't want to see what's about to happen out there. Um, so you just read what the ball is doing through our faces? Right, because then <laughs> I'll see you or Todd or Ari or Natalie, and you'll be like, oh, you'll make the face like, wait. And so then I turn around, and I'm like, I hit something. This is amazing. <laughs> yeah. I actually did it. Um, I will say... I did feel like it was a little ironic to me that every time I threw a ball that either went in the gutter or only got like five or less pins down, mm-hmm. you were all watching. But when I would throw a strike <laughs> or I would clean up with a spare, nothing. No one right. was watching. Everybody was you reaching were for pizza. All busy eating pizza or Girl Scout cookies. 
Oh, yeah, we did get Girl Scout cookies. So I just felt, I was a little hurt. I felt like my team was not supporting me in the moments I needed. It was unfortunate, but I think maybe that was just serendipity. That was not intentional. Because we like to celebrate. So you're saying John Cusack might make a movie about this. Could happen. I think... Ooh, I would love that. The hardest thing for me is the psychology of that look back is different for every person on the team. So like Todd, when, when Todd does the look back... If, the, if it's not going well, I can, like, I can laugh at Todd. It's fine. And he actually kind of wants that, right? You laughed at me the entire game. Well, that's different. But, like, Ari looks back, and if it's not a good ball, I feel like I have to... Give her that. It's okay. You get, you get yep. another like, shot. Nope. Don't worry about it. No problems. Don't even think about it. And, and then with Natalie, like, she wanted coaching. It was very millennial, right? She's like, well, what do I do better? Like, help, what, what can I work on? You accidentally coached her into one really good frame, too. <laughs> I did, which it's always great when somebody asks you for advice on the golf course or the bowling alley or whatever, and you give them a little tip, and then they immediately do something amazing. But it's always funny to me because the very next ball is always like a gutter ball, which is exactly what happened here. She, I gave her a tip. She threw a strike, got up the very next time, gutter, gutter. It's true. I don't know what that says about your coaching. Uh, it says that um, it's ineffective in the long term. For bowling. <laughs> yeah. I'm more inspirational than um, effective. Technical. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I really like bowling a couple times a year. Okay. It's a fun I, – I have fun bowling. Um, I used to bowl a lot more because Jalen really liked to bowl, and it was something that we could go do together. Um, I am a person who I think you know. We've talked about this. Uh, I don't. I never let him win. So. So what you're saying is you do not let other people beat you. Correct. I do not throw. I do not throw matches or games. Um, so when he did beat me once, I will admit that uh, <laughs> it, it took a lot of years, but eventually he did. Um, I don't want to brag right here, but this is a really good segue. You don't want to? I kind of do, actually. <laughs> so, I beat you. And it was so painful for you because I literally do not care when I throw the ball. And I still beat you. So, uh, some points of clarity. Uh, first of all... Let's roll the footage. Well, no, wait. Let's save it. We, we will listen to it. But first of all, let me say, in our first game... I was the decisive victor, and I had a pretty good game for me. I rolled over 150, I think like 155, and that's that's pretty good for I me. I don't think I've ever gotten a 155. Uh, and I believe you broke 100 in that first uh, game. I did. In both games, in fact. My goal was 48, yeah. so I really surpassed it. You did a really good job. Yeah. Uh, and in the second game, I will reluctantly admit that you did beat me. Um now, there were I mean, a lot of can, mitigating circumstances. You could, Okay, well, you can make excuses all day, but the numbers don't lie. I still won. They do not. Uh, and I believe you posted evidence of that on No, remember the Snapchat photo got... The photo, oh, yeah, that I did. Yeah. But the photo got sabotaged somehow on my phone. I have no idea. I believe I that you no might have something to do with happened. it. Um, but you are right to note that I am a total bad sport. You are a sore, sore loser, and yeah. I have proof of it. I mean, I didn't, like, I didn't like throw beer or anything. No, but you pouted. I did pout. Out loud and on recording. All right, I'll take my lumps. At this point, let's go to the tape. So how do you feel about the fact that I just beat you? 
Honestly, uh, as someone who cares about my reputation and the way I come off to other people, I wish I could say that I was happy for you. I truly wish that I could be the bigger person. But a little bit you are. No, not even a little bit. I'm not happy for you in any way. So basically what you're saying is you're the definition of a sore loser. Yeah. Yeah, I'm feeling vindictive and sad about it. So that's it. Gosh, I mean, just listening to it again brings back all of these emotions. I mean, (laughs) For me, too. Gosh, if we had a bottle of champagne, I'd open it. Actually, I wouldn't. I'm not very good at that. I'd have you open it. (laughs) Just insult to injury. That's right. Well, I do like champagne, so I guess I'd be fine with it. We don't have anything. I have a Skittle. Do you want that? (laughs) I'll share my Skittles with you. Let's, um, Let's walk away from this part of the conversation and talk about... All the people who we saw at the bowling alley who had bowling gear because... Oh, wait. Or can we talk about how they have special techniques? Like Oh, yes. Like so, the, the woman next to us who had the dainty throw? Yeah, yeah. I really like this. The, the, the It's typically a female bowler, and I won't universally say that's true, but typically a female bowler. And, and they're characterized by uh, sort of tiptoeing all the way up to the line. So they've acquired no momentum Zero. on the way up. Zero. And then uh, there's almost no arm swing. It's just sort of a... Plop. Yeah. They, the ball plops down it's and like, then it gently starts accumulating. It's like they gently momentum. just push it down the, down the lane. Mm-hmm. Uh, it gets more momentum from the falling out of their hand than it does from forward momentum. Uh, it's, it's funny. And what's weird is for people who do that all the time, like it seems to kind of work. Now, they don't ever get strikes. Almost never. Because there's just not enough motion to knock them down. To knock even, it down. Yeah. And usually that ball is really light. So it like deflects off of the pins. But um, but that's an approach. I mean, the the lady that was doing it next to us the other night, the impressive part to me was that she brought her own ball with her. Yeah. Which means yeah. she does this often. This is what I love. I love seeing people at bowling alleys who, like if you go on league night, there's great people watching on league night, first of all. But people who come with all the gear. Kind of, that's my favorite kind of night. So like my dad, my parents bowled in a league for many, many years. Well, you're from Minnesota. It's what you do. And, uh, and my dad was one of these guys who like, he got into it, got the equipment. So a while ago, uh, he bequeathed me his old bowling ball because he got I a new one. I hate that word. I just want you to know. It just <laughs> feels uncomfortable. Yeah, it's a little bit like moist. Just, yeah, I don't like it. Most people are not a fan. So anyway, I inherited a bowling ball and a bowling ball bag. Ooh, yes, with it's a, a set. compartment for shoes in case I wanted to buy my own shoes. Which clearly you do. And I'll be honest, uh, at first I was like, "Oh, cool," because bowling balls are not inexpensive. And are this they was they're not. Well, I don't know, but I don't know either. I'm going to Google it while we're here. Let's find out how much they cost. He probably spent a couple hundred bucks. I'm going to guess. Shut up. Oh, I've yeah. never said that on the podcast before, but that is where my... What? Well, they're like custom-made and stuff. You would get your own finger holes bored out and pick your weight and color what? and all this stuff. His had his initials engraved on it. Okay, so it's showing here that bowlingball.com, yeah. which apparently is a real website. They uh, <laughs> You thought it wouldn't be? They Good. start at like $100. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's an investment. So at first you I was like... You get the hammer gauntlet for $170. That's exactly what I want. Uh, so at first I was like, oh, cool. This is a really nice gift. And then almost immediately I was like, this is very emasculating. 
because the ball was so heavy. <laughs> and oh. I, I took it, of course, like, I took it out of the bag, and I'm like, oh, neat, because when you're sitting in your living room, there's not really any thought about, am I going to throw this bowling ball, and what's it going to be like? You're just like, well, bowling balls are heavy, so whatever. But then I took it to a bowling alley for the first time to bowl with Jalen, and I was like, I can't throw this thing. Like, I immediately pulled something in my back. It was not... How heavy do you think it was? I don't know. What? What's... I guess I, I, the other night I was throwing a 10-pound ball, which... That doesn't seem very heavy. No, it's not very heavy. So this was probably like a 14 or 16, something like that. Um, Just too much. I was throw, throwing a children's ball the other night. Yeah, I could see that. It's the only one that my fingers fit in the holes. Otherwise, the, the holes are so big that I'm afraid when I swing my arm back, I'm going to lose the ball. <laughs> yeah, which does happen. I remember that happening multiple times when I was a kid in, in the league. Uh, you typically would not stand behind people. That was the rule of thumb. Yeah. Uh, lots of times, like, the pitcher of soda would get knocked over. Mm. <laughs> people would go fl- go jumping out of the way. Um, what about people that... Um, have like you know like the towels and stuff yes so this oh. is the, when you really know you're serious like if you have your own ball or you have your own shoes okay like you bowl enough that you've decided to invest in or this. you're really scared of foot fungus which is real people foot fungus is real protect yourself yeah i mean the stuff they spray in there is pretty hardcore but if i was going to get anything it would be the shoes like if i'm going to bowl on also, a they're kind basis, of cool like the shoes we were wearing the other night were really nice yeah they were newish you could make an outfit out of that um yeah. With a certain sort of hipster flair, you definitely could. Oh, right. I mean, I wouldn't. I would never be able to pull that off. I mean, I did at the bowling alley, and they matched my outfit perfectly. Totally rocked it. But that was totally... The talents of destiny. <laughs> the talents of destiny match anything. Yeah. But it's all the extra accoutrement to me that really sell the you are into bowling. The talc uh, bags. Yeah, yeah. So it's the talc bags, or like, we used to have these wrist supports... Oh, that's good. Oh, yeah. They, they look like a... Carpal tunnel. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a splint. But they have this this piece of plastic that goes up through the middle of your hand and like wraps around your two middle fingers. And so it keep it was meant to keep your wrist from turning while you're throwing the ball. Because, of course, as kids, we all threw a straight ball. Uh, so you could get these things. And they weren't expensive, but you'd wear them all the time. And they'd get like gross and sweaty with your talc bag. Oh my god, they were awful. And then, you, of course, you need different towels and stuff in case you're well, too cool to just hold your hands over the little vent. Oh, I love the people that go up to the blower. Yeah, I'm, I was all about that. It was part of my routine, big time. Oh my gosh, I can't <laughs> stop thinking about. So we have a friend who um, bowls, and I think he actually bowls in a league, and he's our age. And I'm not going to use his name because I don't want to embarrass him because other people that listen to us know him. But I am now wondering how many of these things he actually owns oh I, how long has he been a bowler a long like a I long would time almost promise you he has all of these things now the wrist support maybe not because uh m- more advanced bowlers probably don't throw a straight ball he's probably throwing a hook which i'm not sure if the wrist support is any good with when you're throwing a hook because it's meant the, the support is meant to keep your wrist from turning i think I, I didn't even know those. I don't even. I didn't even know those existed. They're pretty great. So I think you know because I mentioned it when we were bowling the other night that I did take bowling in college as a class. I did too, but that's just because I needed like a recreational credit. Yeah, and I got the ballet class didn't go so well for me. <laughs> I mean, I got an A, but it's just because I was funny. The teacher literally told me that. 
Nice. I don't have a lot of grace. Uh, Physical grace. Like, <laughs> like jumping over the puddle. But grace under pressure. Was a little bit more like jumping directly in a puddle with both feet. Yeah. I don't understand that metaphor, but... Instead of leaping over the, the puddle, just jumped right in it. Got it. That's like a that's a ballet thing that you leap over. You visualize a puddle, yeah, yeah. and then and you leap know, like over it. gracefully jump over it, like a like a gazelle. Yep, like a gazelle. I don't have that. It's probably because I'm five two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you took bowling in college and just like didn't didn't remember anything. No, who pays attention during those classes? Oh, I, I was, also took soccer. I was super because into it. my friend Haled taught the class, so I was like, "Well, oh. this will be great." Nice. Yeah, I was super into bowling. Uh, I believe that. You're kind of nerdy. Yeah. Like, I, cause, you know, there's a lot of geometry in there. And I mean, they weren't teaching geometry, let's be <laughs> honest. But, you know, we did talk a lot about um, the right approach to taking down all these different possible formations of pins. And I remember some of that stuff. But my favorite thing about bowling was I came out of it throwing a hook. Not well, mind you. I mean, I... But I, throwing I, a hook. Yeah. Because it's even, so funny to watch. It's and it's so fun to do because even, actually it looks like you're going to break something. Yes, that's what it looks like. It's it feels dangerous when I throw a hook, and that's what I like about it. Is that the line you used to use to pick up the ladies with when you were at, at bowling class? Totally. Does this feel dangerous, ladies? To you? This is about to look real dangerous. <laughs> Pay attention. <laughs> oh, I don't think there were many girls in my bowling. No, class. and if they were, I'm sure they weren't talking to you if you were talking like that. <laughs> They weren't talking to me at all. They weren't. Bless your heart. <laughs> the best part about taking bowling in college is the concession stand was open. Food at the bowling alley is my kind of food. Like, I mean, it, the pizza the other night was delicious. Yeah. Bowling alleys, uh, in my experience, do not have high-quality food. They have whatever kind of food can be heated up without a kitchen. Reheated, yep. Yep. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What can we heat up with a microwave, a pizza oven, or in some rare cases, a fry daddy? I have <laughs> seen that. Behind the... Or the cheese thingy. Oh, yeah, like the nacho yeah. oh, machine? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, man, I ate a lot of nacho cheese at that bowling alley. The other thing I remember about the bowling alley as a kid was almost every bowling alley has an arcade. That's And so true. I would spend... As much or more time in the arcade than I would at the bowling alley. And eventually I quit the bowling league but kept going because my cousins wanted to stay in the league. So I would just go hang out with them and basically play in the arcade the whole time. And occasionally swing by to like talk smack about them. Well, right, because clearly you're a superior bowler. No, the opposite of that. People only wanted me on their team because uh, my very low average gave them a strong handicap against other teams. Yeah, I was actually being sarcastic when I said that. I picked up on it. I assume. I chose not to acknowledge it. <laughs> I see that. Just glossed right over it. <laughs> um, I, en I enjoyed bowling. I, yeah. I mean, I would do it again. I feel like bowling is a, it's a good group activity for people who... Because most people don't take it seriously enough that you're going to have like frustration flying back and forth uh, i mean myself excluded obviously clearly um but you can have a few beers it can take a very short amount of time or a fairly long amount of time mm -hmm. like people can bail at almost any time without ruining the fun for everyone else so like todd only played one game lame and we stuck around for more um think of all the other teams we could be a part of we could be on a softball team 
Mm. A kickball team? See, but both of those things do require some athletic ability. Kickball, slightly less, but still some. I played on a kickball league once uh, as an adult here in Milwaukee through um, Metrobrook, the church that I went to for mm-hmm. a little while. And um, and some physical fitness was required. Like I was. Well, I can total. I totally have that physical fitness. I can play both of those sports. Well. I'm just, not sure I do is what I'm saying. The other problem well, was... Well, that'll be great. Then I'll be better than you. Yeah. Almost undoubtedly. At softball, for well, sure. Well, you're a lot taller, though, so... I'm scared of the ball. I was always that kid and still am. Part of that is because I once watched my mom's nose get destroyed by a softball at a co-ed softball game when I was a kid. My dad and, and she used to be on a, on a league for many, many years. And, uh, and we would run around and play like in the empty fields and stuff while they were playing... But my mom took a line drive to the face with one of these softballs, and it just splattered. Her I can't. Nose. I can't talk about this right now. She was recovering for like months, and of course, you know, her whole face goes well, right. through the rainbow of colors from black and also the, all the swelling way. and yeah, it was horrifying. Uh, so that that image is in my mind still when I go to softball games, like because Collectivo does their um, company picnic every year and they play softball, and I won't even sit near the. Especially not with the kiddo. And Carolyn got hit by a fly ball last year at their company picnic while she was holding Gabe. Like she threw herself in front of him so that he. Okay, didn't don't take blame Collectivo for it. It's great coffee, great company. I'm not not blaming the company. But I just wanted to clarify. Blaming that. the sport. Sorry, the activity. That's a sport. Not if you're drinking beer. Well, if there's I, a keg at second base, no, it's not a sport. I don't do that. You, you I don't take, drink beer. I. D- why are you laughing right now? <laughs> what I meant was during softball games. Oh. You're telling me if there was if there was a keg at second base, you wouldn't partake? You'd be like, no, I'm taking this very seriously, you guys. That's what I'm telling you. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, well, I don't buy it, but... You don't have to. I don't have to. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure a focused softball league is in our future. Okay, I'll, I'll set it up. Okay. Maybe kickball. But here's the thing. We don't have enough humans. Right. We have to find other people to play with. <gasps> we could start a podcast softball league or a kickball oh. league. Oh, great. So then it's going to be us and the, the people we are forced to listen to us. All of our many listeners. Um, oh, so we have to talk about, I think it's time for us to do some administrative details. Uh, so a couple things. You just got so excited. Well, because I thought I was going to forget, and then I didn't forget. I have no idea what's coming right here. I want everyone to know that. T-shirt contest. <laughs> not not the wet kind. The design kind. So we've been talking about these podcast t-shirts for quite some time. We haven't. You have been. <laughs> That's true. I have. And, uh, and at various times, I have felt sure that we had a designer lined up, and it has never quite resolved. So rather than me share any of the sort of designs that I did on napkins here and there, which you did not approve. No, I did not approve any of them. We've decided to turn this into a design contest for the masses of our listeners. Um, I know for a fact that So we're basically down to the one designer that has already volunteered. No, I happen to know for a fact that there are at least three listeners in our audience that do graphic design for a living. That's true. That is a true statement. And who are like legit professionals with skills. I also happen to know that there are a lot of our listeners who are dabble. really clever. They dabble. And may not 
may not actually design the visual of the shirt, but might come up with a clever t-shirt concept or a cool saying that could be on the shirt or a design idea. And so whoever you are out there, wherever you fall in that spectrum, we want you to submit your ideas to the Facebook page or through Instagram if that's your jam. Or just email us or, I don't know, leave a note if you see us Stop every day. Stop by one of our houses. <laughs> right, just show up. Um, but we want to see what you've got. So uh, if you don't want to actually do the final graphic design, that's cool. If you just have a, a fun idea, sketch it out on a piece of paper, take a picture of it and send it to us or design it or just describe it if you're uh, a wordy sort of fellow. Uh, or if you are a graphic designer with skills, throw something together and let us see what you've got. Uh, we're going to do one t-shirt design uh, to start and the... Uh, to start? To start. What is this, like a new line? Yeah, a whole series, probably. Okay. Um, but we will choose the winner uh, based on votes. So we will um, take some of our favorites, put them up on the Facebook page, do a poll and see what people are most excited about. And the, uh, the winning idea selected, uh, both the person who comes up with the idea and the person who finally designs it will win a prize. And that prize will be a free t-shirt once they are created. Or something better. Maybe and something better. And something better. Like a shout-out on the podcast. <laughs> so, uh, deadline for submissions is going to be uh, the by my birthday, June 11th. No? To... The 4th of July. Oh, there Talons of Destiny. I like it. That's better. 4th of July. Um, and we're going to... This contest announcement is in place of our podcast pal this time around. Oh, that's weird because I actually have a podcast pal that I wanted to share. Save it for the next episode. Okay. Yep. Just file it away. Okay. <laughs> uh, this is the time when we also like to remind you to uh, write us a review on iTunes or we are now on, what's the other thing that we're on now? Oh, yeah. Like, I'm going to know. <laughs> Smasher or uh, Snifter. Um, it's another place that you can get podcasts. I believe this was... Wherever it is, I actually texted you and said, what does this even mean? And you said, it's a place where people can find podcasts. Yeah, so go find us on that, on Snifter or <laughs> or Podface. I really... Whatever it is. I really hope it's called Snifter. Me too. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. Uh, but if you can uh, do any of those things, um, that'd be great. And also, why don't you like us on Facebook, uh, make a comment... I'm trying to look it up right now, and I'm having no luck. Um, but, you know, get on the social striker. media. Striker. Striker? Is it Striker? No, I don't think it's Striker. People. Stitcher. Stitcher. Whoa, that's totally what it is. Good job. I just had to Straight close, out of your memory. I just had to close my eyes and picture it. Man. Yeah, so if you get your podcasts through Stitcher, and you've just been... If we were the only podcast you've been listening to through iTunes, and you've just been resenting it the whole time... Now you can quit that and get on Stitcher. Oh, yikes. We're do professionals. Think, do you think we're just losing listeners moment by moment? Well, stop talking. I actually think people just don't listen to the end anymore. What happened to the egg timer? Oh, God, I don't know. Uh, okay, I think that's quite enough. Uh, I'm Matt. And I'm Betsy. And <laughs> this has been Guy Talks. And girl rolls her eyes. <laughs>